0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of The Best and Worst of Walt Disney World. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friend, Sean Falk. Hi. Charles Boda. Hello. And Steve Porter. Hello. This week, we're going to talk about uh, our five, uh, our picks for five best keepsakes, souvenirs, that you can get at Walt Disney World. And this was Sean's idea. Um, And you had a couple that were... uh, Personal, personal to you that uh, start with the first one
1: um i haven't done this myself actually my mom suggested this uh you can get your child's haircut on main street um so that's a big memory i don't have kids so apparently that's a really big deal it's a
0: big deal it's a big deal for doing uh, a a child's first haircut right yeah on main street i will tell you i had my haircut on main street once and it was not a good haircut
1: oh my brother did too it was really bad Um, i
2: have and it was great
0: and that's why you wear a hat all the time. Um, <laughs> well, but it, it, it was great. It is a cute experience. It How long a, does it take?
3: Well, first it, of
0: all, you have to make you have to make a reservation yeah. because they don't take walk, they they do take walk ins, but the likelihood of you getting a walk in yeah. spot is.
1: It's not very expensive though. I think it's about like fifteen ish dollars, maybe twenty at uh, most, if I remember correctly. Which isn't that much more than I mean. I paid fifteen. and I got a great clip, so that, I mean, it's not anything excessive so
0: um that's a really good question and i didn't look that up before we started recording
3: did they do it um, in character could i get a straight razor shave by jack sparrow
0: maybe uh my first haircut package is 25 a child's haircut nine and under is 18 dollars. an adult haircut is 19 dollars. so no not not ridiculous yeah not ridiculous for that
1: experience and like mm-hmm. Parents, you know, my mom was telling me, she's like, you know, I had, I kept you guys, like, a little bit of y'all's hair in, like, a Ziploc bag and stuff. So, which, whatever. But and I she's in have, the process of cloning you. I guess, yeah. So, but she was like, you know, it's a really important thing. Like, it's your kid's first haircut, and you're like, you know. And so, to get to do that at Disney is a, is a really good keepsake. But even if it wasn't their first haircut, just a
2: haircut. Like, oh, you got your haircut at Disney. Well, and knowing Disney cast members and knowing that they probably give so many first haircuts, they're probably really well-adjusted to kids that are really scared of the for of their first haircut so mm-hmm. i mean
0: were you were you scared i
2: probably was yeah i'm sure i was
0: <laughs> you're still scared when you get a haircut
2: yeah
3: the buzzers are loud <laughs> Well, and even if the haircut goes poorly, they will be able to remember their trip over and over again from the childhood mockery that will happen when they're back in school. So <laughs> they should just put a sign that's like, "Oh, if your haircut's bad, like the emporium's right next
1: door, so you can get Mickey ears for your kid's head." So that's <laughs> like a double thing where Disney can sell the Mickey ears too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Now, one of the other uh, ones you mentioned, this is something you and your um, brother did.
1: Yeah. My, my brother and I uh, on main street, um, we actually did it the first time in, in California. We were there for their 50th anniversary. And so my brother and I got our silhouettes done. There's like a woman that sat with, uh, literally a pair of scissors and gold tin, like not tinfoil, but it was like some kind of sheet paper. And, um, because it was the 50th, they did it in gold that year. And they just kind of look at the side of your face and just literally twist the paper as they cut it and it took maybe thirty seconds at most. Really? Yeah, it was like ten to ten to thirty seconds was how long it took. And so I thought, oh, this is gonna be such a long thing or whatever, but literally she just spun it and it looked exactly like our profiles. And so That's
0: amazing. Yeah.
1: She had one one was made for my brother, one was made for me, and so my parents put it on their wall. Um, when my brother and I moved here a couple years ago, we had them done again as adults. And so my parents have like the side by side profiles where it's still clearly us or whatever. Mine's different because I don't know his job, but, um, so it looks way, way different, but my brother's looks very similar, but he's just bigger as a person. So it's neat. That's a good, like keepsake to keep forever. And uh, watch your kid grow. Uh, that and
0: that's way. kind of what, it's kind of what sparked the whole idea behind doing, Best mm-hmm. and worst of uh, keepsakes, keepsakes and yeah. souvenirs because you know everybody knows, you know, Mickey Ears and, you know, the T shirts and all that other stuff that you can get, but there are there are ways, you know, to spend that money on something that's a little more personal. A little mm-hmm. more personal. Um, do you remember what they cost? Oh, it's eight dollars. Yeah and then you can get the um, well that's f- you, that it was eight dollars that's this is from a few years ago yeah but.
1: and then the frame i believe the frames are about 20 but we, uh, 20 or 30 but we got the really nice frames like that is like the hidden mickeys in it and they're like the oval shaped ones and all that so but if you just want the paper it's pretty cheap so
0: it's yeah that's well i'm, I'm trying to just take a look um
2: I know in Disneyland for a short while they had uh, the silhouette of Mary Poppins and Bert too. So you mm-hmm. don't always have to just get. I mm-hmm. mean, that is a, what you're saying is a much more personalized, nostalgic type of souvenir. But they um, also have other things just besides. Yeah, well,
0: from what I'm seeing, it's like uh, it, it's eight dollars per person for the silhouette, and mm-hmm. then uh, anywhere from eight to ten dollars for the frame.
1: Right. So so it's it's not,
0: you know, you're talking for under $20. You have this really unique.
1: Yeah. And you know, there's people I know that get it, had it done every year with their kids, like as they were growing up when they did their annual vacation. Um, And then they also have the option where you can get multiple people done within the same paper. Like they'll kind of have a face and then within a face is like the, child like the younger kid and it kind of gets younger as it goes in so you can get it all done as one i don't know how much that is but it used to be a thing i don't know if they still do it but my brother and i did separate so
0: yeah it's it's I, you know i i knew they did it but i just never really thought about it until you do it, yeah until you mentioned it what about autograph books
2: oh this was a big one for me uh every single disney vacation growing up me and my brothers would run around Walt Disney World trying to get as many autographs as possible. And considering these books are $5, or even if you want to go, you can just have your own autograph bu- autograph book and just buy something from the dollar, a notepad from the dollar store. It doesn't even have to be a Disney autograph book. Um, having that as a souvenir to look back, and I remember like holding the, my autograph book on the plane and looking through every page, um, and it is a total really cool time consumer in your vacation in a good way and that you're constantly like working together as siblings to find new characters and you're you all get excited and um so for me that was a personal nostalgic thing that we loved getting the autograph books because we that was our excuse to meet every character
3: Mm. so Who, who gives the best autograph who's your favorite
2: uh, I don't remember at this point, but
1: I
3: wanted like a firm direct answer from <laughs> I, that. I, I, I was gonna say
1: I love how each character's um, autograph is very very individual and unique to them, mm-hmm. um, and I've you know known. People that were friends with characters and that kind of stuff. So I've gotten to see a good chunk of them. I love the genies. If you can ever mm-hmm. run into the genie and get his, because it's like the lamp and then like the cloud coming out makes like the genie, like yes. it's kind of like a, the smoke look coming out of it. So that one's a really neat one. And um, I've seen like Brer Rabbits before and his is pretty cool. Um, and Prince Eric has a really neat one because it's very like, nautical. Cool too, yeah, his is neat. So yeah, a lot of the mainstay characters have some really, really, really cool ones. So, and every now and then you'll see. random character like jane from tarzan or something and she'll do hers
0: and it's very like formal and pretty and stuff so now um one of the other ones that uh, was mentioned as we brainstormed our list was wilderness explorers Mm -hmm.
1: yeah um over animal kingdom you can as an adult or with children or whatever you want to do as soon as you're coming in they're always standing there like in front of the the tree of life there. With uh, Wilderness Explorer badges, and you see them all over the park. And it's a thing that you really have to, like, you really got to commit to this because it's an all-day thing. Like, this is your day at Animal Kingdom. So I would probably recommend it to somebody that has either an annual pass and goes all the time, or somebody that has small children that, you know, some of their bigger kids want to do Pandora. They want to do uh, expedition Everest and dinosaur, those kind of things where somebody else could take the smaller kids around to do wilderness Explorer, Or if you have like extra days at a lot of people will book like six days at the parks and they do magic kingdom as their extra day, like every single year, that's always their extra. But if you wanted to mix it up and be like, okay, we're going to Animal Kingdom and we'll like ride Pandora in the morning and then the rest of the day we'll do Wilderness Explorer badges. And so you have your, you know, you get your book and you find it literally directs you around the park to each one. And I think there's about 60, 50 or 60 stations throughout the park. That sounds and exhausting. It's a lot. Like it's, I mean, it took me over. A full day of doing it. So it took me two days to get mine done. But I also was riding a couple rides in between. And so for each one you finish, you get a sticker. It's literally like teaching you about, you know, the lion, like the name of the lion is this and this language. And these are like facts about lions. And there's a, uh, a cast member there talking all about like the lion and, you know, what they do and their, you know, habitat and what you can do to help preserve them and like what you can do in your own backyard to help preserve the animals you have like you know your wildlife and so each booth has a it's not always animals it's sometimes it's plants sometimes it's you know just environmental stuff in general but it's really neat and at the end you get to keep your booklet and take it home and that's a a long free
2: day of a thing To piggyback off that, we actually didn't write this down, but in you talking about Wilderness uh, Explorers, I thought of uh, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, Mm. the card game, um, is also very similar. And the fact that it's a free game, you get your cards, and you kind of have this similar scavenger hunt around the Magic Kingdom. So Mm -hmm. kind of along the same lines, if you're not doing an Animal Kingdom day, but that sounded interesting to you, then that's
0: But you can also spend money on Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. You can buy cards, you can...
2: Uh, and you can like buy booklets, and people get really into it. But it is another free. Scavenger oh yeah. Type. Yeah,
0: thing. yeah. yeah. It's it a lot of time, it. and that that's one of the things that all of these had in common was that they were either no cost or low cost. You know, we talked about the silhouette being nine or ten dollars, the haircut being eighteen dollars, uh-huh. the cost of an autograph book, uh, wilderness explorers being free, uh, uh, sources of the magic kingdom being free. Um, but the other one that we came up with is definitely not free. Right. As a matter of fact, it's very expensive, uh, depending on, on on how you utilize it. But uh, PhotoPass. Um, and so I question these guys. Do you really think Pass is worth, you know, what you pay for it? Which I'm not sure what the price is now. But, you know, this is upwards of $150. Uh, for those who are not familiar, Pass basically allows you to utilize any of the park photographers um, that you see in all different places. God knows that they're, they're ubiquitous at this point. And uh, you will get access, to, digital access to all of those uh, photos online. And then you can pay to have them, you know, printed out or, you mm-hmm. know, with frames and other things on it. But most people, I think, just use it. For the uh, for the digital, oh yeah, aspect. So, why is this? Why do you think this belongs on this list? I, okay,
2: I think there's a couple of reasons. Uh, I think you mentioned the sk- the price being so high, but the way I think of PhotoPass is not just in Memory Maker, which is allows you to get all those free digital downloads, but also even if you just want one ride photo. For me, that mm-hmm. is still under the PhotoPass umbrella. Um, and having you know, the hilarious picture of someone in your family going on rock and roller coaster and having you know, a, a funny face or a really intense face playing Buzz Lightyear or something like that, if you find that one awesome photo from your family, mm-hmm. even if you're not going to uh, go all out and get Memory Maker...
0: I yeah, think, $169. Yeah.
2: yeah. Then I think even if you just yeah. want to get one or two photos, it's still yeah. photo the photopass service still offers a lot for everyone.
3: Yeah. And they um there's a wide range of what they offer too. So you've got seasonal stuff like in the PhotoPass studio, they will have uh, green screen backdrops where you can take like Christmas card pictures for your family. If you want to not just photos of yourself in the car uh, of uh, yourself in the parks, you've also got stuff like um, you know, all of the magic shots and all of these like unique and, and somewhat changing kind of things. And they're, you know, they're a bit special. And if you don't take a lot of photos, like I, I like, I like taking a photo rather than being in it. So I probably wouldn't use it. But as far as families, if you're going to you want to capture the memories and stuff and take full advantage of your time in the park that way, then yeah, you're going to you're going to want to use at least one of the Photopass products and Memory Maker is a generally good idea to have when you're I, going mm. through.
2: I also think the the point that Sean brought up in the meeting about your dad, I think yeah. you should bring that up again because yeah, we um, it one. I mean, the big thing
1: for me, we were talking about like, oh, is it worth the money and all that. Uh, we have so many photos from going to Disney as a kid, and my dad is not in any of those photos. So it was he had to take the photos for all of us. So it's my mom and me and my brother in the photos, and he's not there. So and now like looking back at them i'm like well crap like I, w- I wish he was in some of the photos that when we all went and uh, so that's one of the things for me with the the paying the extra for that you're getting really good quality photos like the the actual look of them even with the digital downloads is amazing and um for me i don't do a lot with cameras but um so it's really great photos but i'm like you know your whole family can get in them and Mm -hmm. you have many copies of them they'll take three or four different shots so you kind of if someone's blinking like there's Mm -hmm. you're bound to get
3: a good one so and that's one of those things too you know if you're taking a camera around a park and you've got this idea that i'm going to take all these great shots of my family um they, they already know to adjust for lighting. They already know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you no. want, if you want to, to a certain degree, they, they provide a certain amount of consistency that an amateur photographer might not get without a lot of extra work. And I think that's where I'm going with this, is that um, taking a camera, a, a nice camera around or lenses, if you're not a professional photographer, it can get harrowing trying to avoid your time in the park and also capture pictures of it. Um, it seems really easy. at First, I'll just snap some here and there. But you're waiting for people. You've got people in lines and stuff. The PhotoPass photographer has a place set up that they already know the the shots are going to look well, and you get some consistency. So if the reason that you're taking photos or taking that camera with you is for family pictures, I'd go PhotoPass. If you want your own unique pictures of like attractions or the castle or something, bring the camera with you. But if you're just looking for the family stuff, PhotoPass is the way to go.
2: I'll also mention uh, with PhotoPass... Uh, you can take great uh, pictures with characters, but I've noticed that the photo pass people will, or uh, cast members will take pictures as you're walking up and as you're interacting with them. And sometimes, a lot of the times, these photos just end up, I end up not never using them. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, you'll have like a really awesome candid with a character where, you know, Goofy's doing something funny and, you know, you get that candid shot. And so those are always great when you go through Memory Maker and you say, oh, that's a kind of a, a cool mm-hmm. one. Uh, so, and not just another reason.
0: Now, you know, this whole conversation has made me think about, like, you know, you'll notice I didn't really chime in too much on this list. You know, you guys were the ones that were saying, uh-huh. oh, well, we do this. And, you know, look, I've bought my fair share of T-shirts and, you know, phone cases and God knows what else. But I thought about, you know, what is it that I take away from these experiences? And I do a lot. I mean, I travel all over the world with Disney, so... Um, and you know for me it's um it's stuff i can't necessarily buy mm-hmm. um i um in the closet of my bedroom i have bins and in those bins each bin is marked with a year i started doing this a few years ago and in each bin is you know a boarding pass a, a hotel room key uh, 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 uh a brochure from a place I, I visited or, um, you know, to anyone else looking at this, like we'd go through it. It's like, okay, this is just, what is this? Um, for me, I remember, I look at those, those little things. Um, and it just like struck me because, you know, I've got no trouble spending money on, we're about to go to Italy and mm-hmm. I spend some money when I'm in Italy. <laughs> Those things, though, I mean, with with some exceptions, um, those things though aren't the ones that most that I I connect to emotionally. Right. When I see them, it's the hotel room key. It's you know sometimes it's a napkin, you know, that had the name of a hotel or the name of something printed on it um, that I just happen to keep. And so I have bins full of this stuff, um, and I'm so. Obsessed about doing it that there are times like I've had to like purge some of these bins. I'm like I can't fit because these are like big long Bins that can fit on the top of my my closet mm-hmm. and I can look through them and like literally like in, in some cases refill mm-hmm. The emotion of that of that experience of, of wherever it was I went so, you know, we talk so much about how much it costs to go on a Disney vacation. Um, and it does, God knows. Um, but I just was kind of struck by the thought that probably the best souvenirs are the ones you don't pay for. Mm -hmm. Um, the ones that are just Mm -hmm. part and parcel of the experience Right. that, you know, in 10 years and don't think for a second that on dark days, I won't pull out one of those bits mm. Mm. and I'll tell you that works for me. It works for me. Mm. It, works for me. Um, it sure beats taking pills. Um, <laughs> all right. So there you have it are our, our choices for some of the best keepsakes and souvenirs you can get on your next Disney vacation. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another episode of the best and worst of Walt Disney World. Have a great week, everybody.